Hello and welcome to the Completely Machinima podcast. I'm going to go ahead and introduce the host today. My name is Phil and with me is Tracy Harwood, Ricky Grove, and Damian Valentine. Hello. So today we are talking about uh, a film that Ricky picked called Artists of SL. SL meaning Second Life. Ricky, tell us a little about it. Sure. It's uh, Artists of, of Second Life by Teal Aurelia. Um, Second Life always gives you unusual, uh, interesting names. I thought that was a good one. I chose this film because, uh, well, it was short <laughs> and it's very well made. It's a promo for those who use Second Life to create art. And I think it's quite ingenious. The narrate. Uh, the narrator of the film asks, who inspires you? And then a series of Second Life artists and presumably their works are, are included afterwards. It uh, ends with the quote, be brave enough to use it. It shows both the power and the limitations of Second Life. All the characters are uh, somewhat idealized and perform the kinds of animations we've seen in a hundred Second Life machinima. But Overall, I think the film is worth a look. The editing is particularly good and the style is engaging. Uh, Teal Aurelia has a, a nice video on her editing process that she uses along with a music video on her Vimeo site. Um, this is a director I'd like to follow in terms of her talent and her creativity. Uh, we'll be sure to provide a Vimeo link to her uh, channel. Um, I've, I, Second Life has always been a sort of, I've had always had mixed reactions to Second Life. On one hand, it can do some things that no other platform can. It can show and do things. Um, and then on the other hand, it can become the most infuriating cliches of idealized people with the same animation and physical mechanics shown over and over again with the same subjects. This one, although it has, like I said, it has both the good parts of Second Life and the bad parts of Second Life. But I think overall, it's an interesting way to promote art. Uh, I like the ideas behind it and I think it's well presented. What did you guys think? I am, um, one of the things that stood out to me was that the characters uh, obviously rendered in Second Life, but they're obviously uh, against the blue or green screen because the background footage is all from cyberpunk 2077 uh, i played that game to death so as soon as that first shot appeared i know exactly where that is <laughs> um but it's done in a way that unless you look really closely it the characters look like they belong in that environment like, mm. it doesn't look like you just slapped one engine of footage over another uh, they actually blend really well so there's a lot of editing uh, energy went into editing that together so now that you've mentioned that there's a sort of behind the scenes video to this i need to go back and watch that to see how she did it I thought it was really, a good choice. it's not a it's not a behind the scenes video but she talks about her editing process in general oh, okay i still um, need to go back and watch it yeah. um to see what she did uh, uh her whole process yeah, i thought she blending... shows her green screen technique okay but blending the two, uh, Second Life and Cyberpunk together, I thought that was, a, that was an interesting choice and it worked really well. Mm. Yeah, I knew there was compositing uh, going on, but I didn't, I have not played Cyberpunk, so I didn't recognize where from. Um, I, it's not that the compositing was done very well, like there weren't, you know, green fuzzies around anyone's head or anything that I noticed. Um, but I just, I could just tell 
from the quality of some of the, the depth of some of those mm -hmm. renders that, yeah. okay, that's, that's not something second life can do. Mm -hmm. I know that from having spent a lot of time in there years ago. Um, so I knew that there was compositing going on, but it was very well done. And frankly, I've, I've long thought that there's, to me, there's two keys to where you could get something really good quality out of second life. And, and one is uh, use compositing liberally because the characters can be very interesting and, and you can, you could also composite certain props if you wanted to and let some other engine do the, the backhaul work on the, the background. And the other thing is editing. And this thing had both uh, yeah. done very well. The editing made this um, the, the, I would say the, not downfall, but the, the weak side of many a, a SL production is lingering on shots. Well, frankly, this is true of many engines, isn't it? This is true of the Sims yes. as well. Yeah. You linger on a shot instead of covering over movie storm. Uh, you know, uh, new movie storm video makers would do this a lot. If there's an awkward animation, cut around it. Plan cut around it, exactly. And, yeah. and you can end up, you keep just the good bits. And Second Life, it's the same thing. Um, and this this video uh, does that exceptionally well. Um, I, I found it very enjoyable. Um, I, I feel like it, I wish, as we spoke about quite a few months ago when we were talking about Second Life and how Second Life tends to promote itself, um, that they cater to certain audiences only and they cater less to artistic audiences, in my opinion, looking at their marketing materials. This is Second Life's true hidden strength is, uh, is artistic work. Um, and it's easy to forget that because for every Laney Voom that you have, there's, you know, a hundred, um, you know, be something more than you are in Second Life themed movies which is just right. like okay right. we get it you know yeah. okay um so yeah i i i liked uh i mean this obviously wasn't a a story um so i'm, I'm not comparing it in that way but in terms of making use of second life as an engine for generating good looking visuals in conjunction with other tools mm -hmm. to amplify the strengths of each just brilliant, brilliant choice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, wonderfully done. Probably the only reason that this isn't picked up as a promo of Second Life is because of those enhancements from those other tools. But yeah, for yeah. the purposes they're using it, it's perfect. It's great. Did you find it disturbing at all? I did find it disturbing. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, we're talking about 917, the film that we talked about last week. Right. <laughs> yeah, I found it disturbing. I think this is a really oh. interesting short um about teal teal aurelia's um mm -hmm. inspiration as an artist in the form of characters in second life now i had a little bit of a look at her background she's um a, a cg animation student um recently oh. graduated i believe uh, and the video to me appears to be uh, a part of her portfolio um hmm. uh, as a as I think what she's setting up to do is freelance work, um, which is about um, creating machinimas for Second Life creators. Um, she's got a really interesting Flickr account with some fascinating photos on it. 
um, which I would out. which I would guess are partially the underpinning impetus for the film. Um, now, I, I'll come back to photography, but what I will say is, as we've sort of said in the past, photography uh, is fast becoming one of the most used alternative capture mediums in virtual worlds and games. Um, mm. And I, I think that's kind of partly what's going on here too. Um, what's not so clear here, I think, is the aspect of the characters that are so inspirational to Teal. I'm surmising that this is actually an homage um, to those characters, um, but it's not about what they look like. It's um, about what they do in the virtual space, which is perhaps what she normally captures. Um, so to me, this is like a runway show or a fashion show or a beauty parade yeah. where the music complements the presentation and shows this kind of snapshot of characters and their looks, but actually, they're kind of out of sync with the environment, um, which you guys have both picked up on as well. Um, and I, I quite like these kind of steamy poses to camera and then kind of some kind of movement. I think it, I think it's really interesting. Um, also, that, that since Second Life is all about community, this whole film to me doesn't actually give a sense of community as such, but it's a collective of individuals, if that kind of makes sense. Um, the, the point being here that they're not necessarily um, folks that you would normally find in the same space or at the same time. Um, and I'd be really interested to hear more about the nature of the inspiration beyond these images. Um, but that detail isn't in this film. Mm. So for me, it's Good a point. really intriguing kind of style of capture. Um, it's sort of halfway between machinima and photography. Um, and I say that because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm guessing uh, that these folks have lives in, these, in Second Life, um, but we don't know what it is. I did also look at the making of video that Teal has posted uh, about how she created this and was really interested to see that green screen has been used which kind of made me wonder, maybe it's because of that separation of character from scene, that that's, that's kind of why it came over more of this sort of beauty parade. Yeah. Um, plus there's one thing that I'll mention, because ever since Ricky mentioned it a few months, um, two months ago, it's something that I've noticed more of. You know that kind of sliding across the ground plane when yeah. walking? Um, yeah. Well, it's something obviously that Second Life creators don't even seem to, to notice. Um, but it's in here too. And I wonder, because green screen has been used, I would have thought it would probably have been relatively easily addressed. Um, but then again, I was thinking maybe if it's so much a part of Second Life, maybe what there was is this kind of deliberate decision to, to leave that kind of floor sliding in here. Um, yeah. And there's a, a scene where you, where you, where you see that um, really, really clearly. Um, but overall, I thought it was upbeat, it's fun, it's really quite an interesting cultural format. Not really sure what, what to call it, but very yeah. interesting in it in its format, I think. Well, your comment that it was a combination of machinima and photography, I think, is well, well taken. Uh, that's exactly what it is. Mm. And uh, I like the trend towards uh, um, street photography and virtual worlds. I think that's a fascinating. I've been following it for 
months and months and months. And uh, it's really interesting. I think that's probably part of the appeal to the of the film for me. Mm. Yeah, I can get that. Yeah, I think the the ideas are not particularly unique. They tend to be more on the level of a Hallmark card. Mm. Find inspiration and use it. But then again, I I'm a bit cynical when it comes to that sort of thing. So it's hard to convince me of that kind of thing however in support of that idea i think the film was just great in in supporting and pushing that idea but you're right it it didn't really get it it tends to be more on the surface they really if you start looking at the depth of it you start seeing it's really doesn't give you all of the information that you need in order to make those in order to prove those statements that are being made exactly exactly you know i I think I've I've realized now that I, because I didn't watch this. <clears throat> I looked at this as an advertisement, and I mean that purely in terms of of the form. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, like, I wasn't looking for. I wasn't looking for deeper story. Or uh, and and I think that's why my eyes forgave the feet. It wasn't just because I've been in Second Life and have gotten used to it. It also was, well, stuff like that's done in advertisements. It's kind of surreal and they're almost disembodied and yeah. there's layers of compositing going on. And I I don't know. I kind of I kind of feel like maybe this was that this is a demo piece or a piece of a resume, like you mentioned, Tracy but also an excuse to kind of uh, to, to give shout outs to people that inspired, mm. Mm. Um, but not, not looking to tell or even allude to their whole stories or something deeper. It's more about showing some technique. Um, yeah. Cause I, 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 for whatever reason, those things, those are things that would have jumped out to me that the technical things that you mentioned, Tracy, as well as the, the uh, lack of a foundational story of, of some kind. And I find that I didn't even look for those things. And I think it's because I immediately thought this is an advertisement. And like much of the advertisements that I watch in real life, I really didn't care what was being advertised either. <laughs> I just am a fan of the form. Like when it's, when an ad is executed, right. I don't care if it's for Levi's or, Butt or Bush. I don't, I don't care, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's, well, see, I'm, that's I'm different. really interesting when advertising comes on, I immediately start shouting at it when it's irrational <laughs> or it makes claims that yeah. are completely unsupported. I just laugh and jeer at it. That's a lot of fun. That's Especially just the 917 on, um, terahertz signal coming out of the TV. <laughs> and into the brain. But on, on Hulu in particular, you'll be watching something and then an ad will come up. That's a minute and 17 long and it's just completely irrational because your your mind is in the mindset of the series that you're watching, right? And then suddenly they're hawking some sort of drug and they're telling you that death could result from it. It's a possibility <laughs> that death can, and you're like, what the hell are you, get out of here. You know what I mean? So Yeah, the best with Hulu, the best with Hulu is when they clearly don't have enough advertisers for that slot. So you <laughs> see that same death drug ad. Oh six times in the in the 44 minute episode you know oh yeah that's my favorite 
you know, I've given up on terrestrial TV because I can never get into whatever it is that's between the adverts. And I always look at the adverts now as the main show. Because <laughs> they're a minute and a half, I can just about keep my attention yeah. for that long. But sometimes yeah. the creativity is more evident in the advertising Absolutely. than it is in Absolutely. the actual content. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I've, I've I've always been a fan of the short form, and commercials are sometimes moments where some real artistry can be displayed. Most yeah. of the time it's mindless garbage, you know. Uh, but occasionally I used to back when the Clio Awards were always advertised on TV, which is the annual awards for you know the best of. There's some interesting stuff that happens there. Yeah. And and actually yeah. many directors that we now know of as film directors uh got their start in that is my understanding. And many that I am fans of, I research their lives and find out that's that's where they started is that short form. And of course I love yeah. short form comedy as well, you know, comedy sketches and stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, good pick Ricky. Well, yeah. promotional um, work and um, informational info ads are really great forms for machinima. Uh, and I think there's a lot of things you can do with them. I've been working with a new editor that I'm really enjoying. Uh, I used to create our uh, two of our videos for the November series that we did called Create Studio Pro. And it's an editor that is a cut down version of a video editor, but what, and it's uh, clearly uh, focused on the short form, the minute to two minute piece. And not only does it give you uh, pre-formatted advertising for all kinds of things, YouTube creators. In fact, that's the audience is the sellers and uh, marketers and personality types and YouTube and eBay and all of that. But it also gives you music, free music for all of them. Tons and tons of music and a very easy way to animate and put things together. Uh, I really enjoy it. And so if, if you're thinking of putting together a promotional video and you're doing Second Life or Half Life or something like that, it might be interesting to get the content from the from the game and then check out create studio pro because they're it's super cheap and it's a, a um, perpetual license so you don't have to get a subscription to it and is that downloadable software ricky or is it cloud yes it is it's a downloadable? downloadable software i think it was like 67 dollars for yeah the website's createstudio.com i just looked it up yeah. I'm, i, am, I like it look at that. i mean it's got some limitations and some problems, but I I found whenever a piece of software excites my imagination, I'm already for it. And very few things keep me from realizing the things that I want to do. So in in connecting your comment about this being a piece of advertising, advertising is good. If you're a machinima filmmaker, Create Studio Pro might be a good piece of software to look at to create those short pieces. All right, that'll wrap up this episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in with uh, the, what's this podcast called? Completely Machinima. <laughs> Be sure to give well, us your feedback. for two years. I know. Be sure to give us uh, your feedback over at completelymachinima.com and check out our blog with all the latest news and developments uh, going on in the world around Machinima. Thanks for tuning in. See you, See you next time. Bye. Bye.